0: Enjoy!
1: Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Hewitt Mill.
2: That draws us to
3: like Sunday morning mm. I wasn't born again I never read my Bible and I ever ever prayed at all but I was saved on a Sunday yeah. oh. that's why I read Sunday morning oh yeah, yeah, That's why I really yeah, yeah. I really like Sunday morning Sunday morning is my time I'm gonna seek the Lord With fellowship with the Lord (laughs) Sunday morning is my time I'm gonna work for Jesus I'm winning souls for the Lord Yeah, yeah That's why I really Sunday morning, yes I do, Oh, that's why I really, yeah, I really like Sunday morning, let me tell you what I do with my Sunday morning invitations, visitation, yeah, I remember many others who don't know Jesus, yeah, I'm getting stronger in the Lord, yeah, yeah, that's why I really Sunday morning, yes I do. Do you like Sunday? That's why I really, oh, oh, oh I really like Sunday more morning. I wanna be strong, so strong. I want to be loyal to Jesus, I want to be steadfast, so still set fast, yeah. morning, yes I do, oh, 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 oh. that's why I really, oh, 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 I really like Sunday morning, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why I really, oh. I really like Sunday morning, Sunday preaching, Sunday morning. Yeah. That's why I really oh, oh, oh! I really like Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday morning. Yeah, that's why I really oh, Really like Sunday morning. I don't know about you, but I really like it. I really do, I do. That's why I really. Yeah. Oh, I really like Sunday. I really like it.
4: Amen. It's testimony time. Do you love testimonies? Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Mimi to share her testimony with us. Why don't you put your hands together for her?
5: He's um, Mimi from Dancing Stars. My testimony is about how my relationship with my stepdad got improved. And um, for 12 to 13 years now, my dad left us and he died. So it was just my mom and us. Then last year, there was a new man. <laughs> so I didn't like him. I, I didn't like him at all. I was, I was acting some way. I was very some way. At a point in time, I thought he was taking my father's place, so I didn't. I didn't. In fact, I didn't want to do anything for him. Not talking of washing, help, helping, even helping to cook for him. I, in fact, I didn't even want to see his face in the house. So, um, Daddy spoke about honoring, uh, our fathers, honoring, honoring <laughs> <handling> our fathers. <laughs> honoring our fathers and (laughs) and so he spoke about it and I quite remember one thing he said he said that um, when you despise your father when you despise your father or you try to go against whatever he says at a point in time it's a turning point in your life it's a a turning point in your life in a bad way so I, I really, it hits me and I really thought of it. That, hey, meaning whatever I'm doing, uh, anything I do is not going to work for me. And I, I got to know it because he didn't want to even do anything for me. He didn't want, he didn't want to put his hands, anything my mom does for me. And I, I even thought that, uh, I was, I was, he didn't like me. So when daddy said that, in fact, I took it at that I was going to uh, work uh, towards it and and talk to him. So since then, since then, I started approaching him, talking to him, and he even liked me more. And this morning, as I told him, Happy Father's Day, that was a first day for two years, he hugged me. And I was, I, I really felt, I don't know, there was this feeling that came in me, and I want to say uh, thank you very much, daddy. If... If, if not for your teachings and your preachings and your prayers for us, I, I wouldn't have had this hug for, cause for like 12 years to 13 years, I've, no, I've never felt a daddy's hug and I got it from him. Thank you very much daddy and happy Father's
4: Day. Wow. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Tibu to share his testimony with us.
6: Hello everyone. Happy Father's Day, Daddy. I'm Kobna Tibu And I'm with the UPS Center. And I'm on An- Anasha too. Before, my testimony is about how God, about My testimony is about how these messages made me have a better relationship with my parents, especially my mom. Before I joined the church, I was really some way. Yes, there was never a day that I didn't have a quarrel with my mom. Yes, everything she said I had an answer to it, and she 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 was never happy with me. Yeah, I remember once I had a quarrel with her that. It got to the point that how to lock her in a room. I, yeah, I, I don't know who opened there, but she came out eventually. Yeah, but as I came to church, as I joined the church, as I kept coming, I heard Daddy preaching about honoring your parents, your mother, your father, and it really touched me. Yes, and he showed us the importance of. And in our parents now I have a better relationship with my mother because of the messages of daddy. Yes, so on this special day, I just want to say thank you to God for giving us a wonderful father in Bishop Duck. Yes, so I want to thank God for all the pastors in this church. Thank you very much.
4: Amen. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Help me welcome L.P. Elaine to share her testimony with us.
7: Hi, everyone. My name is Elaine Agbenyega from the Kolebu Church. My testimony is about how Daddy's messages on honoring our father has helped me to have a better relationship with my father that I've never known, I've never seen, and never lived with for the past 29 years. I grew up never knowing my father, but somewhere last year, I got the opportunity, we got the opportunity to meet our father for the first time. And when I heard it initially, I was unconcerned. I, 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 I mean, I wasn't interested. I don't know what, I didn't know what to think about it. But, I mean, having, remembering daddy's messages on um, relating well with our fathers, I had to change my mind. And at the airport, when I saw him, I walked to him and for the first time, he hugged me, and I also hugged him back, and um, we, we were able to organize a hotel for him, and we sent him there. At the hotel, I mean, the the atmosphere in the hotel was very tense and quiet. We didn't know He didn't know how to start it, and I realized that he wanted to explain to us what had happened between himself and my mom, and was almost about begging us. But I had to come in quickly. Um, that he, he he doesn't have any need to apologize to us or beg us, having in mind the messages that he has been that he has said in his message that never put your father in a, in a position or in a situation where he has to beg you. So I had to quickly come in and let him know that there's no need for him to apologize to us, and that thing um, made him change the whole atmosphere, and he prayed with us and blessed us blessed us for the first time he was so happy to see us and to see us with our children and i want to i want to thank god so much for the life of daddy for his messages about honoring our fathers because i'd never known what it meant to have a father and even relate to a father i've been independent just myself and my mom that's all i've known i didn't know what it meant to have a father but i want to thank him so much for his messages That have, that has changed us and made us better people. And I want to say that, Daddy, thank you so much and keep on preaching the message. Keep on encouraging us and may God bless you with, with long life and with good health so that you keep blessing us and turning the hearts of the children to their fathers. Thank you, Daddy.
4: Wow. What a powerful testimony. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our final testimony. Help me welcome David Ebusa to share his testimony with us.
8: Happy Father's Day, Daddy. Um, my testimony is about how Daddy's messages has helped to um, repair my relationship between my father and I. Um, for some time, my dad actually—I mean, I was like one of the children to my dad, and <laughs> I mean, I wasn't any special person. And actually, I was, I was even branded a black sheep because when I joined the church, I was—I was—I was causing trouble to the family because I come home late and all that, so it was a trouble. So I was thinking about how to come full-time, and he, at a point, opposed my coming full-time because he didn't understand why I should finish the university and then decide I'm going to serve God. I mean, it's like there's no surety of money and all that. So, but eventually, as Daddy was preaching one time about honoring fathers and all that, what I mean, whenever I hear him preaching about such things, I always take my phone and text my dad. Sometimes I tell him, how grateful I am to God that I have him. Because I thought that probably my life would have taken a different thing if I was born to another person. So I believe that he being my father has guided me no matter what, I mean, how we've related. I believe it is, I mean, his presence in my life has caused me to be where I am. No of what he has, what I mean, whatever. One, one time he made a remark, one time he made a remark that his, I mean, the, his children are not in touch with him. And then he made a remark that I am the only one who keep I me mean, updating about my life and what is happening, and someone who even gave an ultimatum one time to either stop the Bible school or cease to be his son. At a point, I mean, just recently, um, I I lost my mom, and then he made a statement that if the waiting for the funeral will affect my going on missions, I can even go. And I mean, but I was I was surprised. I I, I couldn't believe it that he was now in full support of everything I'm doing, and even recently also he made a statement about my beloved, I, I told him, <laughs> I told him, I told him, I told him about my beloved, about the person I wanted to marry, and then amazingly, he said she's a good girl, and I was like, ah, he has actually met him her once, so I was surprised that he said, and he said, oh, he, has, he knows people when he just meets them, so he knows, she, he knows that she's a good person, and also because, I believe also because he trusts me to be, to make a, a good decision, because I'm I'm a Christian and know I'm a pastor know that so I would like to appreciate Daddy for his messages for encouraging us to continue to honor our fathers and I mean not be issues or problems to our parents so I would like to thank you Daddy and happy and a blessed Father's Day to you thank you
4: Wow ladies and gentlemen, how many of you were blessed by the testimonies the moment we have been waiting for is finally here. It's time for the Word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so blessed. Bible says that though we have many teachers, we do not have many fathers. But God has blessed us with a father. And if you are excited
2: as I am, make your loudest voice on this special day. Let's welcome our father, our daddy, our brother
9: Father, thank you for the blessing of today. Thank you for guiding us by your mighty spirit today. Thank you for leading us and speaking to our hearts, changing our situations, moving us forward. Thank you that none of us will be found at the same spot after this service. Thank you for your supernatural presence. Lift your hands and ask God to touch you today. Ask him to open your heart, open your eyes. Yes, we give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated, Psalm seventy one. Psalm 71, it says in verse 19, Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high, who has done great things. Amen. O God, who is like unto thee? Verse 20, thou which has showed me great and sore troubles shall quicken me again and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. God is saying here to you that in spite of the troubles you've seen and in spite of how low You can sense in yourself that you have gone. He will bring you up again from the depths of the earth. Amen. This is your prophecy for today. And verse 21, verse 21, thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. So I prophesy to every dry bone here today who has seen troubles that are written in verse 20. Verse 20. Yes. Sore and great troubles. You know, if you live a little bit, you will also be able to write the Psalms. <laughs> Now, when you are young, you will not know, understand all these verses. But if you stay around for some time, you will be able to write some of these psalms yourself. Your, 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 the psalms are songs. Your songs will sound just like this. Thou hast showed me great and sore troubles. But thou shalt quicken me again. And shall bring me up again. From the depths of the earth. So, yes, things are not always shining, always smooth. Sometimes the troubles that we see, you just wonder whether you've been selected for troubles. Like something has identified you to just have trouble after trouble. But I prophesy according to the word of the Lord to you that he shall increase your greatness and comfort you on every side. Hallelujah. You know, the Holy Spirit is called the comforter. When I was younger, I always challenged God on that name that he has given to the Holy Spirit. Comforter. Like, why? There should be some other powerful word. But as you live along, you realize that <laughs> you need the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And I prophesy to you whatever sore, whatever trouble, God is comforting you on that trouble in Jesus' name. And He is surely increasing your greatness. Father, I thank you. Everybody pray that this scripture will be fulfilled practically in your life. Father, I thank you for these great words. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. That means every department, every area, every segment, every part and aspect. God is releasing Angels of comfort and healing your painful situations and increasing your greatness in the earth. Receive it in the name of Jesus and may these words come to pass practically in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that everyone under the sound of my voice is destined for greatness. Is destined for comfort. Is destined for restoration. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, today's message will be able to last you for more than two weeks. because it is a very important message that you cannot chew in one moment. Luke chapter 15, I am talking about how to fulfill, make prophecies come to pass in your life. And the prophecy we are talking about is the prophecy of your greatness. Uh, we, are, we are heading in only one direction, and it's greatness. Everybody say, I'm heading towards greatness. Heading towards greatness. It's only a one-way road. There are no other side roads. It's greatness. Now, this is a very important message. And I want to beg you, those who are listening live and also by... Whatever method, this is the master keys to greatness. And uh, each of them will apply to you somehow. Now, master keys. Luke 15 verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, father. Father. Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance on riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. He would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, but no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to eat and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and I will go to my father. And I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran, and fell on his neck, and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, amen, and in thy sight. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Yeah, because there are certain things when you do, you are not really a son, you know. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring forth the hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. Now, his eldest son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Like the sound he was hearing, the dancing, the music. And he said unto him, thy brother is come. And thy father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid. That I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come. Which has devoured thy living with harlots, Thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him. Son thou art ever with me. And all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead. And is alive again. I told you you are going to revive again. He was lost and is found. Amen. This is the story I started preaching from when God anointed me in Suhum. This was the first message I preached when I came back from Suhum in 1988. So it's always a special. Um, story to me and I think that this story gives uh, some of the credentials of who Jesus Christ was that not a, it was not a man this is a God story it's so profound that um, you can't just be an ordinary person and tell such a story because it's, it's too true. Every single piece from verse 11 to verse 32 tells something. So it is me that I should make some comments on this uh, wonderful story. In the year 2017. And in this story we have two people. Two boys. The second man had two sons. One became very great and the other became very poor. You know, the end of the story was one was had nothing. And the other one, the other boy, he said, All that I have is thine. That's a secret. You know, he told the boy, you know, everything is yours. And the and the and the, the young man you know, when he was going, he said to his father, give me my portion. So, he had used up his portion of his father's wealth. And so, he was now a poor man, even poorer than his father's servants. All right? But they all started at the same spot. It's like when you go to a Temamoto where everybody comes to the toll booth. After the toll booth, you see the differences in the cars and the differences in the drivers, isn't it true? Yeah, it's a different car, different driver, different behavior. Is it is it not understandable? Yeah. Or with the race, if I show you some horse racing on the screen, you'll see they all start at the same spot. Then at the end of it, somebody is winning millions, somebody is even injured and i have got bills to pay. Do you see? So everybody starts at the same spot and then progresses. So this is the race of life and today marks the day where you are choosing to be the one who will be rich at the end of the day and prosperous at the end of the day and blessed at the end of the day. Yes. All right. So there are, there are many master keys that um were displayed by the two by, by one of them and even the even the other one you know he he displayed a master key by turning around. You know one day I heard somebody say uh what do you call it? Taxi there it is police. To me try C or to me try U or to me try S to me or, or to me parking or baby huh it's like, he was explained that his car is like a police car, that, that he can park anywhere, he can do U-turn, S, C, he can turn. Now, a Christian must be like, like a police car. You, you must be able to do u ten When you are going in the wrong direction, you must be able to park, and what? Turn around. C, or U, or even S. Because sometimes you need an s s-o. Hey! Because while you are stuck, you know, even a simple U-turn will not bring you home. U-turn will not even work for you. You need an S. Hey, whatever turn you need to make, you'll be able to make it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, let us go through these master keys and then make sure that you are coming out at the end as Somebody who is prosperous and rich and blessed and not in crisis. Amen. Number one, key number one do not follow the ways of youth. Youthfulness. Psalm 25 verse 7. This is a master key. It says, remember not the sins of my youth. Nor my transgressions according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness sake. So in this scripture you see that there are things that young people do. And there are many people wearing cloth. They have tied themselves with some mamma and they are going to church. And you have no idea how groovy they were some years ago when they were small enough to wear dresses. Now they are too big. They have to wear cloth all the time. Yeah. You'll be surprised. So he says, remember not the sins of my youth. And in 2 Timothy 2.22, he says, flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness. So a young person can flee from youthful lusts, follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So as a young person who is going to be great, you must, know that there are some things that are specifically problems for young people. Alright? Now, you see, it is, it is okay to be very bad, then later you come and turn around. But, God also recognizes those who don't go that way. And then also, sometimes when you go that way, you rather bring upon yourself certain problems which you can't recover from. Do you see? Yeah. You know, many of the problems we have as adults are from the youth. This origin is from your youthful sins. They are the problems that stay with you. Do you see? Yeah. So, if you play around when you are young, um, yes, you know, you can turn around and say, I'm sorry, I've changed. But there are a lot of things that haunt you and follow you. Not only memories, not, don't, don't think of memories think of modern memories they actually plague you and make you affect you for all your life so rather a young person can follow, you see this was Timothy Second 2 Timothy 2.22 flee youthful lust but follow righteousness so a young person can follow righteousness even when you are young. Virginity is possible. Purity is possible. As a young person. When an older person is pure. It's not as great. Pure sexually. It's not as great as a young person. You're, you're, nobody is looking for you. Now. And you say you are pure. You get what I'm saying. People have stopped chasing you. And you say you are now pure. Yes. Nobody is chasing you. You say you are pure. So honestly. Be serious. When you are saying that you are now righteous. And you are now pure. Yes. The Coca-Cola bottle has become a canned cook. Yeah. And now you say that you are living in purity. Yeah. Hey. So a young person can follow faith, charity, love, peace with them that call upon the Lord. So Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1. Put it. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. It says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. So it is nice to remember your creator when you are on your deathbed. And when you are dying or when you are old. And when you can't get any good work to do. Do you see? But look at where he's telling you to remember your Creator. Because it affects the future. Remember your Creator in the days of thy youth. You remember when Pastor Chris uh, Oyakilome came to Ghana? I was with him and he was telling us, you know, he was a fellowship leader in the school. Um... School fellowship. Hmm? Yeah. Secondary school. What do, you, what do you call your schools? S- I don't know if it's SU in Nigeria. I don't know what it's called. But I'm sure it's the same thing. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. yeah. Bishop Oyedepo, Winners Chapel. Same thing. They are all Christians from their youth. So you you may think that, you know, I'm going to go to hell and come back. And then I will start to serve God. But you, see, you may not even have the chance. You may die on the way back. Or you may die there and not be able to come out. There is a film I once watched. It's called, I think, Flat Liners. You know, these were... Medical students, I think, who were experimenting with anesthesia and putting somebody to sleep. So they put the person to sleep and the person goes to sleep and then they bring the person back. You know? So, you know, you you keep doing it. They were doing it. And then they'll be watching the heart and everything. And then, okay, then they bring him back. You know? And one time, you see, you can tip too much and then you can't come back. So... I tell you, it's a very frightening. If you don't have that heart, don't watch that film because you'll not be happy. Yeah. You, you say you may try playing certain things, but you wouldn't be able to return. I, I think one of them went, and I, I think he didn't come back. One, one of them died, I think. Yeah. And they, were, they were just experimenting. They were, it was like when you are unconscious, then we, we check this, and so it's like medical students. You are playing games with uh, anesthesia and we're going unconscious. Because they know how it works. So you may be playing the fool with many evil things. But you may find yourself not able to return. Yes. So remember your creator. And I want to tell you, you know, that there are many young people who are pursuing God from their youth. From their youth. not that they've gone, they've done everything and they've come back. And you are also following and say, yeah, I also want to try anesthesia and see how, how much I can go and cause." That's how Michael Jackson died. Same thing. They were giving him this drug that puts you to sleep. Well, there are all drugs that make you sleep. We have different, different types of drugs. Some that just make you a little drowsy so that you don't feel what they are doing. You know, sometimes when they are doing a, uh, what is it, endoscopy and so on, they give you something. So that you don't feel the tube going into your mouth. It's not really painful, but it's very uncomfortable and difficult. So just, you know, you are sort of... So we have different levels. You can play with a level and you never come back. So there are people that are serving God from their youth. 2 Timothy 22, it says, flee youthful lusts. Run away from it. Don't think to yourself, I need to try my virginity out to see whether it is something I can try a game with. You may, not, you may not come back. And then the person who strikes you may be somebody with an evil spirit. And one contact. Remember last week, the other day I was showing you the rabies. Yeah. You see, it is a bite. Physical. That is why you shouldn't have amulets and charms and physical things, even contact, even laying hands. Bible says, don't touch people suddenly. You don't just always lay hands on anything and everyone. Because each contact can lead to the transfer and transmission of a power, of a spirit. Yeah. I remember a certain sister was giving a testimony. She said, oh, as for fornication, I have fornicated with a number. But she said from a certain particular person. Even before that person, she, she did not change. There was this person, there was this person, there was this person, then a particular person. She said that was the point at which she changed. Yes. You see, all those other people probably have not transmitted the spirit. But from a certain point onwards, it was gone. So I am saying to you, it is possible to remember God as a young person. And it's one of the master keys to uh, greatness. Because the Bible says a certain man had two sons and the younger. The younger of them, it was not the older one. The older one had more sense. The younger in the youthful state said, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So it was the younger son who totally ruined his life by following the sins of the youth. So I'm saying to you, a young girl, keep your virginity if you have it. If you don't have it, keep your secondary virginity. That is virginity from now. You are a secondary virgin. Yes. It's a type of virgin. I'll give you, I'll give you, you see, you, you think I'm, I'm just making up a word, but for instance, with infertility, infertility is where shh, somebody cannot have a child. Okay. But when a person has had a child before, but after some time is not able to have a child, then we call it secondary infertility. Yes. So, is it not true? Doctors? There are doctors? All these people are doctors. They can tell you whether I'm I'm just uh, speaking words. So, when I say secondary virgin, it's like maybe initially it's lost. But from now, it's a new condition that is coming on you from this time onwards in Jesus' name. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, youthfulness, riotous living. Be careful and decide, you know, that as a young person, you behave like an old old man. You know, I've often thought as an old man, there are many things that I do and I've done that only old people do. Yes, many, many things. Only old people do them. Yes, and I've done them. And you are wondering what example... Yes. There are so many examples and I don't want to give you those examples. Yes. But you see, like one of the things, I'm always thinking of eternity. Always. Everything I do, I'm thinking of eternity. Yeah. If I wasn't thinking of eternity, I wouldn't do certain things. I wouldn't preach in a certain way. I wouldn't live in a certain way. My mind is not on earthly things. My mind, my, my affection is set on things above. Truly. Truly. One day I was talking to somebody they said, you think I don't know money? I know all these things. It is not what is not valuable to me. Yeah. So, believe that you as a young person can have the wisdom of like an older person. Yeah. And it's possible. Yeah. You'll be like an old man in a young body. Yeah. Receive that wisdom in the name of Jesus. Number two. Master keys. Do not walk in the sins of the youth. Master key number two. Do not ask to enjoy things that are for the future. Now. Don't ask for things that are meant for the future. Don't even ask. So the younger one said, Give me my portion of goods that falleth to me. You see, your father has worked all his life. And you can see that he owns this. And he owns this. And you come to say, look, whatever you have for me. You won't wait for him to die. You can't wait. You want it now. So, having things that are for the future, he would have had it. It was for him. But forcing to have things that are meant for the future now, Will destroy you because you can't even handle it. Love. You want to be loved when you are not yet time for love. You have not reached yet the time of love. You want to fall in love now when you've not yet reached the time of love. Huh? Eh? You want a boy to love you. You are 19. You cannot marry for so many years. 16. 17. And you want I love you. you want to hear it. Hold me. Carry me. Kiss me. Touch me. And you've not yet reached the time, and it is for you because somebody is going to come to you and love you, but you want it now. Sex is for you. If tonight, when you are bathing, check your organs, they are there, <laughs> they are all ready and capable. <laughs> they are only made for one thing <laughs> But you want the future now. Give me what is for the future now. Yes. Hey! grown-ups are doing. you, You see a girl walking around, it's like she's as if she's been married for 15 years. Meanwhile, she's only 19 years old. She knows everything. You know everything. How do you know everything? You have taken the thing that was meant for the future and you have brought it now and you are forcing yourself to do it now and each time you do that you lead yourself because you can't handle it you can't handle it before you realize you are pregnant I've been pregnant 3-4 times I've brought in babies here and there Just too bad. bad. Give me the future. You are bathing with grown-ups with pork bellies. It's your future to bat with your husband. But you want to bat now. Hey! You are taking the Future things that are for the future, give it to me now immediately. It's not before. because my organs are working; they're working. I need it now. You must ejaculate at all costs. Where do you learn these things from? You have to stay without ejaculating. You have to stay without. When the time comes for ejaculation, you will be ejaculated regularly. <laughs> you see, you, you may think that I am just... I don't know what you think I'm saying. Look, when the time comes, ejaculate who ejaculates? That ah, you want it now. That's why you are now addicted to masturbation. Yeah. You are a masturbational addict. because the thing that is meant for the future when you are a married person you want it now as a young man you are not married want the feeling now i need that feeling now you see yourself masturbating twice a day twice a day three times a day you, you, you see, you've become abnormal. You've become abnormal. Your whole life is changing. Because you are forcing the future. Things that God, not, not, that, not that God is keeping it from you. Like, he He's actually going to give it to you. But you are saying that it must be now. Hey, you want to sleep with a man. a man you sleep with a mailer but you are bringing it from the future to today it must come on today in your room in the hostel with your roommate also there give me my portion now Oh, my preaching, is not practical. It's not practical, you see. You don't fully understand it. Then. Give me my portion. Like something that I know for sure. Because you have only two sons. Yeah, the are two boys. But means I have half. You also have half. So it's, it's for sure. But I want it now. That's why you are a pornography addict because you need it you need now. From today, whatever causes you to be a pornography and masturbational addict, you are delivered from it in Jesus name. Your next ejaculation is on your honeymoon day one. That's your next ejaculation. I'm scheduling the date of your next ejaculation. Tell your neighbor, the man knows you are here today and he's speaking to you prophetically. If your wedding date is 2020, EJ 2020. EJ, EJD, expected ejaculation date. EED, e- 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 Expected ejaculation date 2020. That's it. Close the shop now. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Hey, are you here or you are living? Master keys to greatness. Don't take your future today. Another thing that people destroy their lives and take away the greatness is that I must have the money that I will have in the future I must have it now. So they go for a loan. That is why people are poor. I can find one universal reason for poverty. is loans. And I must have the house. That is sure God is going to give me that house. But I need it. Now That leads people to go for mortgages That destroys their life As the business people Those who have done business You see the, the, Anyway I must have the car That I don't have money for I must have it now That is, You see, this boy, you see, in the first Luke 15, his story starts with 11. A certain man had two sons. By verse 2, his life was destroyed. Just verse 2, when he said, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. Now, that was the end of his life. Yes. I must have sex now, love now. I must have my house now. I must have my car now. I must have the money now. That's the end. (laughs) You don't have it. And you don't have it. All poverty, even Ghana's poverty and business people, when you see me doing fundraising, so we are raising money to buy speakers, no, but the people are not able to give much. All the reason is loans, debts. So, you know, my father-in-law used to say, my wife told me, don't be impressed with all this. He used to tell his children, these are all loans. Don't be impressed. When you see anybody in a nice car, in a nice house. First question Is it a loan or is it a real car? Is it a loan, this house? Is it a loan or it's a real house? In our church, you are learning that, you see, because you are not qualified to be in such a wonderful car. I mean, why old are you? Where have you reached in this life? And yet you must have a certain car. You see, the same thing with the government. They come, as soon as they might have land cruises. You haven't worked at all. You haven't done anything to help the country. You have not achieved anything. You must have new land cruises. And they buy and they buy and they buy and they buy. The country cannot advance. The country cannot. That's why there's so much lawlessness. Everybody, everybody says, hey, we can see that. All these things you are doing, it's just, it's just a pretense. There are types of cars. Used cars. Old houses. Used areas. Used things. And at a certain stage of your life, that's what you qualify for. You qualify for that that hole. You have to stay in that, that hole. That, that hole. You don't qualify for the other one. So stay there. And make it beautiful. Bishop Oedepo who drives around in Um, flies around in jets one of his major testimonies is his car which he said was the most wonderful car, VW Beetle he said everybody knew that he was in town when he comes he's coming he said he was blessed when he was driving that Beetle that's what he, he was supposed to have at that time You are forcing yourself to be something you are actually not. You are not there. So, all through your life, every time you extend yourself to have what you are supposed to have, maybe from God in the future, but you want it now, distraction starts. This, the verse 2 is the end of the, the boy. You don't have to even read on any further. Just by taking what was for the future today, you can even just close your eyes and say, this will happen. Then it happened like this, then this happened, then this happened. There was problem, and this and that and that. Yeah. So decide to be humble. I live in an uncompleted house for so many years. That is, is what I was qualified for. <laughs> I live in an uncompleted house. The first house that I, I live in, uncompleted. For years and years I was there. The floor was the the sand. The floor was sand. Yeah. I was in it. How can I be poor? How can I, I didn't go for any loan? Nobody has lent me money. <laughs> <laughs> When you are not there, stop pretending that you are there. You are not there. You are not there. You are not there. Amen. Amen. Number three. Do not move out of your place and thereby declare to everyone that you are a faithful person. Write it in that way. Do not move out of your place and thereby declare... To everyone that you are a faithful person. This boy was not faithful. He was not steady. Faithfulness means constant stable. But he said, the verse 13 says, he took his journey. Not many days after he got the money. He took his, gathered all. He's like, I'm not coming back. And took his journey away from the house. Proverbs 20, verse 6. Most men will proclaim every man his own goodness, but a faithful man, who can find? Proverbs 20, verse 6. You see, look at this verse and keep it up for the people to look, keep looking at it. Everybody says he's good. Though. Look, I've, I was talking to some people who were trying to quarrel with someone. I said, look, that person is not thinking that he's a bad person. Everybody thinks he's good when there are quarrels between people, husband and wife, beloveds, friends, churches, whatever. Everybody prays and feels that God knows that I'm doing the right thing. Do you think you are an evil person? Do you think you are evil? Do you think you are evil? There are people who think you are evil as you are sitting here, there are people who are bored with you. There are people who are bored with you. you. You also feel good. There are people who think of you as Charlie. You are just really some way. But you think of yourself as really good. That's why the Bible says that he that pleaded his cause first sounded just. Like if you hear between two people, the one who speaks first is there. Usually sounds good. Till you hear the second part. Say, hey, not knowing there's a part two to this whole thing, no. Everybody proclaims his goodness. But how can you know a good person? Proverbs 20, verse 6. He says, a faithful man who can find. So, goodness is shown in faithfulness, steadiness. Staying. Somebody who is there. Not changing. That shows goodness. But who can actually get a good person? That is why in every organization, even when you've been there for a long time, even when you are not non-performing, the fact that you've been around for a long time, it's like we still have to deal with that reality that this guy has been around for a long time. Oh, yes. Anybody who is faithful and stays for a long time, that's it. He is a good person. Oh, yes. Just faithfulness. And I have... By God's grace, so many pastors in our church who I can just describe. I know that they are very good people. Lay pastors, especially, and full-time pastors. They have been around for years. That only this one characteristic can tell you that this is a good person. Because some of you are so young, but will you be around in 10 years? You know, one of our pastors died, I'll be going for the funeral. You do not not see me going much for funerals. No, no, I don't. I don't have that culture. That aspect of Ghana culture, I don't have it. (laughs) Oh, yes. I don't believe in that. I don't believe a funeral is a social event. I don't believe it's where I need to go and meet friends. And be happy when somebody is sad. It's not my culture. And I reject it. (laughs) You can say I'm a white man. I don't care. (laughs) But... The first branch of our church, the whole church, the first day I started, he was he was there. First day of the first branch, till the last day that he died. Yes. First, it's been 25 years. Never never by that three three millimeters. Yes. Only that alone can tell you who is a good person. Only that. Yeah. How long have you been around? (laughs) Some of you girls, a boy is coming to speak to you some words with a bass voice you have never heard before. That's it. And before you realize, you say that you are, I'm going to to, uh, this and so and so church. Wow. So, it is easy to say you are good. The elder son, you see, he didn't achieve anything. He was just in the house. But Charlie, he was a good guy. Yeah. All the years that this boy was absent, he was present. That's how you know good people. That is how you know the goodest people that are with me. From the first moment, Bishop Saki, Bishop Eddie, and some of the others. They are are there. Not when things were working. That's how you know good people. Even in the world, you know who is good by who has been there and didn't move. Ever. Ever. Faithful. So, learn and decide. You know, one time, one of my contractors, he was doing something in the church and um, they were making the floor And he was shouting at the people to make it straight. He said, this is my church. I will die here. And when they are carrying my coffin, I don't want anybody to stumble or trip here. Because I'm in this church till I die. That was the advice he was. He wasn't talking to me. He was telling the workers that this is church. He will die in the church. And he will be here at the end. So they should make the floor straight. So that when they are carrying his coffin, eh, they will not fall down. That advice he's giving, he's talking about his funeral. That's how you know good people. I'll be there. I'll be there. We have a song, I'll be there. I'll be there. It's easy to be waving and to be happy. But will you be there? Yes, go by Sam. Solid as a rock. That's how you know good people. And, you know, because I employ people, you know, there are people, you can't, you can't, as, you can't Um, avoid, no, no, I wouldn't avoid. You can't help noticing or acknowledging their everlasting presence. (laughs) Solid. Yes. Everlasting presence. So, those of you who are wavy today, if something changes, I'm off. If there's a move here, I'm off. Today, when we were, when you, when, when, uh, when the drama team was acting yesterday, I remember Tiku. Remember Tiku? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, where is she? You know? And all the different dramas we've had. You know, we want people who are present, everlastingly present. What do you think? Yeah. Good times, bad times, whatever the time is. He says, everybody will say he's good, but who can actually find a faithful man? That's really what you see. So you can say you are good, but I want to see a faithful man. Then I know this is a good man. He's just, whatever happens, we, we raise up, we shake things, porridge comes, go up and down. He's, 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 when you look up your eyes, he's there. Hey, you didn't go, so where will I go to? Where will I go to? All the disciples, all the people left Jesus. And Jesus said, are you also going? They said, where are we going? Where are we going? Please, we beg you. Don't ask that question again. A faithful man who can fight. So I'll tell you, stay. And stay faithful to your words. I've always wanted to serve the Lord. The things I'm saying, I'm not saying them now. I've been saying them for some time. Yeah. So, everybody will say, I'm good, oh, I'm good, oh, I'm good. (laughs) But how do we know good people? Look at faithful people. So, all of you singers, when you first came, you know, it's not about singing well. Ida has been singing for me since she was in school. She was in what, first year, whatever. That's just after SS. Not a, not recent. So you may sing beautifully and nicer by a faithful man who can find. Yeah. So the longer you stay, you see your credentials are rising. Yes. I remember Curtis, we were looking for him. We couldn't find him when we started at the at the Lego Hall Chapel. So there's a certain brother, Okay, he can sing. Well. Why is he? Oh, he's not around. Today. He's going to tell me. So he come up like that. Up and up and up. Next week he'll come. Then he started to come. Yeah, yeah, and, and they've been around longer. You see, you see how beautifully they are singing now. You can see it's easy to come around as a beautiful star, but Charlie, faithfulness, whatever happens, blastings, rebukes, up, down. We are in it. We have nowhere to go. That is a master key to great. From the first day that I went to action. Which was, I didn't go there much. But from the, let's say maybe I even went there 10 times. He knew me, Archbishop knew me. And yet, just yes, a brief tip but still, I've never broken my relationship with him. Even this morning, I called him and he, he couldn't answer. I just couldn't wish him happy Father's Day. It's part, it never changed. I, there's not, nobody can. I always inform the people around me if you don't like this, you have to move because this is my line. Yeah. It's not I don't need any input from you on that. Yes. A faithful man who can find he was going to be a great person. Okay. So I've given you how many master keys. Three master keys. Give the three keys to your neighbour. Number one. Have you given the three keys? Four. Luke 15 verse 12. Fourth key. Don't go far from the Father's presence. Verse 13. And and not many days after the boy had his things, the things that he was supposed to have in the future that he has forced to come, which is not long after he started his masturbation. Not long after he got his mortgages and his loans. Not long after he got his love loves. Huh? He took his journey to a far country. Why not, not even go to a country but why far? So you see that people whose lives are far are different from people whose lives are near. I mean it's an eternal principle. Even in Ghana, the roads that are near the Flagstaff house are done. If you are a road and you are far from the Flagstaff house, Charlie, it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> Ghana is teaching you, isn't it? Your, your, your road is too far. That's why it's not being made. Again, greatness is connected to who you are close to. I don't think President Akufuado chose people who he was far from to be in all these sensitive positions. I don't think they even had to uh, campaign for those positions. You, you just choose the people that are close to you. Hey, you. You. If you made me the president, I know who is my minister of roads, minister of this, minister of that. I have all of them. They are all there. Youth and sports, everything. <laughs> yeah, even you, some of you even know who the ministers will be. Yeah. <laughs> all of you here will be ministers. And some of you say, oh, in our culture, we don't have to go near to your father. You don't have to be in a... It's a bad culture then. I'm telling you, it's not a good culture. Decide not to be a far person from today. Be close. Be close. Come around. Say something. Make your face known. Let your face be present. Be present physically near. Don't say, oh, I'm around, but only I'm at the back. It's not a good thing. Not a good thing for your life. He took his journey to a far, it's like, I don't want to be near you. You know what happens when you are near? Your faults are seen. And many times you don't want your faults to be seen. You don't want anybody to correct you because you see the way your mother is facing you at home is because she's near you. That's why she's telling you to wash your face. Ah, bath. She can say that you are not bathing. nice girl, you don't bath when you are far nobody rebukes you if you are far and I have to rebuke you I will not rebuke you, I will just speak softly with good English but if you are near I can even hit you if you don't take it I don't hit people, I beg you, please but I'm saying when you are near you can receive a rebuke shouting instructions all those things, you know. So, people who become far, usually there's something wrong with them. That's why they shut off and they move far. Yes. So, decide. I'll be near. Wherever you are, eh, you can be far away in another country. There are people who live in other countries. They are closer to me than people who are here. They are far in other countries, but they are closer. So, decide to be near. Because these are steps towards losing your greatness. Going to a far country. you are going far. You are going away. You're not going to work well. That's why I decided to allow some of you in the Bible school to come to church here if you wanted to. Yes, because I realized that the further you are away, the more disconnected you are from what is happening. You don't even understand it. Far far too far to correct. Too far to tell you this is, is dying. Some of you need someone to hold even your, your shirt and say this shirt must go. It is enough. This shirt is it must go. Yes. This must go. <laughs> It can only come when you are close. When you are not close, when they see you, they will just greet you. Although you don't look nice, everybody will say, oh, you are looking nice. When you've put on weight, they will say you've slimmed. So, don't go far from the presence. Amen. And God is going to take your life higher. The short time that I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was there maybe three times. Can you believe it? I interacted with Kenneth Hagin himself. I took photographs with him. Yes. I never sat in the balcony. They tried to usher me. I said, look, I'm from a far place. I don't know where I've come from. Yes. I came in a propeller plane. I, I used a propeller plane to come here. Only about eight people in there. I said, I cannot go far very dangerous airplane. I didn't know it was part of the place. It was a short journey. I can't go upstairs. I need to be here. I have to be here. I sowed a seed. I was brought into the inner room. Oh yes, three times I was there. Three times. How much more if I was there? 20 times. And some of you are here a hundred times. So You are the last corner at the last back. Number five, do not waste your position. Amen. Do not waste your position. Now, many times God gives you a position. Don't waste it. Oh. Don't waste it. When you move away, you are moving away from your place yeah and um, it's difficult to ever take your place back when you move out of it very difficult anybody who has a position in relation to me and you move from the position it's difficult to come back to that position because it's quickly refi- if Mrs. Saki was to return to life. It's been 10 years. If she was to come back to life now, it would be It would, it would it help her position, what she was doing and where she was, has been taken. Yeah. When you go out of your position. So, you see, people don't value the positions they have. So that you are doing something, I'm only doing this. So, this is not a. <laughs> it's not a, you think Ida is the only singer I had singers before her eh? I even made recordings once you move it's difficult because it's quickly filled that's how positions are it's quickly refilled so it takes it's like climbing a mountain value every place God puts you as a son you are number two in the house eh? oh it's nothing I'm quite far from this nonsense. And later on, you find out that the nonsense is the main thing. Yeah. Debo, stand up. You see, how would I know you? I know you. So you see, you have a place. You have a place. And uh, many of you, I know you by name. You, I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know you. But I know you. You have a place. But if you move out. No, sit down. You know, Father, let this not happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down, sit down. I don't like using examples. You know, some of these examples are prophetic. From the past, I know. So we cancel that in Jesus' name. Tell somebody I'm not going to give my position to anybody where God has put me. I am permanent in Jesus' name. I'm only moving higher. Only that I can't give examples. But if I could give examples, I can show you people that way. This they move another person's camp. They move another person's camp. They move another person's camp. I can show you a lot of examples. So your position is secure in Jesus' name but what makes a person move is like not valuing it yeah not valuing it some of you wives you you don't know what it is in a blessing it is to be mrs mrs what gabra mrs whatever mrs g you, Mrs. asamoa It's a great thing to be married to Mr. Iceberg. It's a great thing, Cadella. You must value it. You must honor him. You must bow to him and say, Sir, I am glad to be married to you. But when you don't value it like Vashti. The king was having a party. He said, please come and show how beautiful you are. Wear some of your nice dress. And in those days, some of you are saying, oh, how can you ask your wife to come and be a beauty queen? Beauty queen in those days were not wearing panties like they are wearing. It's a new thing, wearing panties to be a beauty queen. In those days, more than 4,000 years ago, they were not wearing panties. It would be beautiful clothes all over. And she would not do that. She was used to her position. It's like it will always be there. But that time, I tell you, I, she stepped too far. There are some people I tell you, when you cross a certain line, you'll be surprised. And sometimes you can't even control them when you cross a certain line. But she crossed too far. That party was the turning point. He said, no, 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 no. I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. And you can't change my mind from the change tell somebody i value the position god has put me in and you are, you are you are going towards greatness number 6 don't choose don't choose the wrong lifestyle he said don't choose the wrong lifestyle and you are heading towards greatness. Luke 15, verse 13. He says, And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey to a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Riotous living. That is a lifestyle. So your lifestyle, everybody is choosing a lifestyle. What lifestyle do we have? The lifestyle of the rich and famous. Isn't it? In the lifestyle of what? Lifestyle of bad boys. Lifestyle of bad girls. Lifestyle of parties. Lifestyle of what? Drinking. Lifestyle of fashion. Lifestyle of pretending. Always just dressing, hair, looking. It's a lifestyle. Oh, have girls all of that. Lifestyle of boys. One boy after another. Yes. One boy, it will start now it continues. You see, you'll be in your 40s. You are still. Big fat you'll be still one after the other changing. Yeah, It's a lifestyle. So you have to choose the lifestyle. The style of your life. Yes. Choose it. But he chose riotous living lifestyle. The lifestyle of fakeness, fake prosperity, Just showing of prosperity which is not true like God is showing you today, choose the right life style yeah of modesty choose it yeah there are many things I want to give examples but I can't give the next one number seven Do not go for the symbols of wealth. But go for real wealth. Now. When the boy came back. They gave him a ring. They said put on a ring. Put on a robe. Give him shoes. New shoes. And what else? Fatted calves and parties. Music and dancing. <laughs> and these are the symbols of riches. But real wealth belonged to the older brother. The older brother was not into rings, gold, show, cars, pretense, but he had real wealth. He said, all that I have is yours. Yeah. You see, many people choose fake wealth to show the symbols of wealth, but they don't have anything really. If you are really well, show me your house and show me that you don't owe money. Yes, and your ability to give. Not a display with clothes, robes, clothes. Clothes is not riches. Poor people often display clothes, Show outside rings, wealth out, outward wealth, which is actually not substantial. Real, he said, All that I have is yours. So, you see, you look at people, posh cars, rich looking houses, areas, and they have nothing. You can see when people have something by what they can give, and a lot of the businesses are oh here, oh in here, oh in here, oh in here, oh in here. Everything looks flashy, but the reality of really being prosperous is not by your car.
2: Yeah. Ah.
9: When my father died, he gave his Mercedes Benz to my sisters, but he didn't pay me at all. I, I didn't get part of it. That was he, he left me out, but I he didn't. I didn't affect me at all. I said, Oh no. May say this best. it will be old just now. <laughs> what is a the rope they put on you? A rope, shoes, a calf, music, parties, dancing. You are nothing. You are nothing. So you see, first lovers, you are going to be substantial. Not just outward pictures of wealth. But really there is nothing. Real wealth. Real wealth. Building houses. Owning properties. Genuine wealth. Not this show. Show wealth. Of just symbols. Symbols of outward outward looking richness. But really there is nothing much. Just holes. Deep holes. Outward looking. As if it's something, but really there is nothing. And you see, you, this one you have to learn it when you are young, because the people that are old, they can't backtrack. All, all the banks, uh, the businesses, even the government is so steeped in debt that they they they, 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 they consider as an achievement the getting of a loan is an achievement. I, I don't consider the getting of a loan as, as an achievement, but the government is so steeped in debt that it considers when they've got a loan that they've achieved something. Is it not amazing? I would consider it an achievement if I'm able to build a road from Accra to Kumasi with concrete and mix it. And now cars are driving three lanes. We are not missing VIP buses and whatever. I would consider it as an achievement. I would you consider an achievement that China has given me a loan or Germany has given me a loan or England has given me a loan? To me, it's not an achievement. That's not my lifestyle.. Yeah. Power is not cars, it's not outwards. Learn it, even if you learn it the other way, learn it now, so that you will be genuinely prosperous. Yes, many of us we only know the African way. Yes, the African way of outward show, shiny dresses, anniversaries, hmm, anniversaries, parties, lot of clothes, funerals, come with Land Cruisers. So powerful, money, shiny, dressing with golden shoes, with special golden things, watches, which are worth $40,000, $50,000, $100,000 watches. And it's like, wow, this is it. It's amazing. that The Swiss people who make those watches, they don't wear them. They make it for those who won't want to buy that. The real billionaires, they will never do all these things. So from today, you are declared a man of real prosperity and not symbolic prosperity. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. And you see, when you follow these things that I'm saying. The next thing is you find out that you are the one who is just by faithfulness staying in the house. Suddenly you are very prosperous. Even to marry. When I have to choose. There are some of you who don't know. Your faces come to me in the night. Yeah, there are people here. They don't have beloved. Their faces come to me all the time. Yes, God brings their face to me. Yes, just being around. It it, it makes the pastor even sense. No, there's a need here. There's a problem. It must be solved, and it will be solved in Jesus' name. You are prophetically declared great in Jesus' name. Number eight. Build your house on a rock. So that when the crisis or the famine comes, you will stand strong. Now, what happened? He says, but there arose a mighty famine. Now, as for famine, it will come. Now, what are you going to do? Ha. Obey. Otherwise, when the famine comes, and what is a famine? A famine is no more. No more. No more talking. You see, that's the crisis. That's when real trouble has come, when nobody's talking to you again about anything. A famine means no food. So when there is silence, there is a famine of advice. Famine of talking. Famine of instructions. Famine of urging. Counseling. There are some people who are not even happy that I'm preaching to young people. I've talked to them and now there is a famine of talking to them. Yeah. Famine. No more. Nobody helps you. That's famine of help. Nobody gives you. Famine of giving. Nobody gives famine of gifts. Nobody advises you. Famine of the call. Nobody calls you. Famine of, of being wanted. Nobody likes you anymore. That's a real crisis of life. But you see, when your house is on a rock... He said, "When there arose a mighty famine, and he was going down. Yeah, when you build your house on a rock, even when the silence comes, you see, one day I'll be silent. I'll be gone. I'll be silent. You only hear no more talking. When the famine comes, that's when we even see who you are, what you are made of. A time may come where." I may not say, I word to you again. That is when you see. That is no more talking. Nobody's helping you. Nobody's stretching out his hand. Will you still serve God? That's when we see that this is when this famine came, that the boy began to tremble. Say He began to be in want. Life has famines. And when the famine comes, that is when we see the difference between the boys and the men. So, you have to be strong. And you have to build your house on the rock. What did Jesus say? Build your house on a rock. Whosoever hears these words of mine, I will tell you who he is like. He's like a man who hears my word and keeps them. And when the storm rose and the winds blew and the floods came, his house stood strong. You must be somebody who is built on the word of God. When you don't follow the word of God, look your father, your, your father, your father was right and you were wrong. He was wrong all the time. Everything he was doing was wrong. Because we see it at the end. He said, I've sinned. He said he was wrong. He was wrong. Everything he was doing was wrong. These people who come and say I was wrong. I'm sorry, forgive me. It's, it's, it's a mistake and so there's 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 no need, nobody enjoys to hear you say after you spot your life, I'm wrong. You were right all along. Because he came and said, all along I was wrong. And you were right. All this period, I was wrong. I have sinned. So you see, he admitted it too, But he admitted it after it was all destroyed. I was wrong. So, decide as a believer that I'm going to follow the word of God. Because the famine, they come to even those who are doing the right thing. Maybe the elder son also had a famine, but he was solid. You know, financial things, they don't matter at a certain point. But at a certain point in your life, you see that your wealth is crumbling, it's going down because you didn't build your house on a rock. Marital things. Maybe today there is a strong hand that says, do this, and you do it. But maybe a time will come, there will be no hand. And things will just go as they are going, to distraction. So do what is right, because when the time comes when there is a famine, that's where we'll see the differences. The differences, they come and join the famine. Yeah. You know, I am still alive, but there has become... I've noticed a famine of words from my mouth towards many people. I've noticed myself intentionally silencing up. I don't speak anymore. Yes. And a mind forms after years. That's dangerous. A famine of words. A famine of words. But you see, it's only if you've learned how to obey the word of God that you can survive. If you've not learned how to obey the word of God, you are down for. Even some of you, your parents are advising you all the time, still look at how it is. How much more this? No more talking. It's you are on your own now. So, brothers and sisters, I tell you, he said, I've sinned because I was wrong. So, another point is, the next point is, don't sin. Don't do what is wrong. Do what is right. Don't do what is wrong and come and tell us later, I was wrong. Do what is right. God wants to bless you. Amen. Are you there? Don't sin. Don't do the wrong thing. And later come and tell us, yeah, 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 Charlie. <laughs> you said it, I mean, yeah, yeah, you were right, you were right. Some of you have never listened to just words and believed words without evidence. I am sad to say that there are many things we can't give evidence for. There are times that I have tried to explain, illustrate to people. And God has convicted me, you are illustrating too much. You don't need to illustrate, you don't need to explain. You have explained in a thousand ways. They are not getting then they won't get it. They don't want to get it. Don't talk again. Don't go. Don't do it. So the boy was wrong. They didn't want him to go. Don't leave your father's, I'm going. He was sinning, he was doing wrong. And he later came back after yesterday. I was wrong. What I did wasn't right. Please forgive me. So don't let yourself go the way of sin and the way of wrongdoing only to come back later and say, I was wrong in what I was doing. Decide to stay on the straight path. You know, one day I met pastor's children and I was talking to different pastor's children and I asked them, have you been rebellious against your father before? A number of them had been. But there was one young man. He said to me, I've never had any problem with my father. From the time I was born till today. I've never found my father somewhere. I've never thought what he said was bad. I've never struggled with anything that he said. Never. Not even once. He said, I don't know whether I'm normal. But I've never had any problem like that. And I noticed I can see it in his life. Yeah. Decide to be somebody who There's no conflict. You are doing, and not that you are going to do the wrong. You insist, then later you say, You are wrong. Are you still around? Yeah. I'm talking about becoming great. I'm talking about becoming great. Step number one. I have just one more point, but what is step number one? Master keys. Don't follow the ways of youth. Number two, don't ask for things that are meant for the future, such as what? Sex, love, ejaculations, kisses, houses, money, cars. Wives that are for the future. Step number three. Don't move out of your place. Stay. In other words, change this point to stay in the house. Change this, this is shorter. Stay in the house. That's all. And prove that you are faithful. Stay. No movement, no variations, no changes. I'm here. After you have been blasted, I'm still here. I don't know any other place to go to. After what happened last year, I'm here. 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 I don't know. It may sound strange to you, but this is where I am. This is home. Yes. And what does that prove? What does that prove? What does that prove? I can't hear you. What does it prove? it proves that you are a good person person. a good person everybody will proclaim is good but who can find a faithful man somebody who is faithful somebody says I'm good but a faithful person that's a good person number four stay in the house and prove that you are a good person number four don't go far from the father's presence be what? near Yes. number five don't waste your position and come back later and say you want your original position. Now, oh, do you know that all of you are spatially positioned in relation to me? Spatially. S-P-A-T-I-A. Is that, is that a right? Special, yes. Spatially positioned. You are, like, you are positioned like stars around. Yes. Yes. So you have a position in relation to me. You may not know, but you have a position. Stay in your position. Put your foot down when someone's say, hey, hey, move your, move your leg from that place. Do, do, you, do you not see my leg there? Move your leg from there. <laughs> Be polite, but ask the person that you've not seen my leg is there. That's my position. My spatial position. <laughs> Number six. Don't choose the wrong lifestyle. Some lifestyle will just finish all your money. You know, do you know my lifestyle. I live a building lifestyle. I'm always building. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have, I don't believe in symbols of wealth. There's nothing wealthy on me. There's nothing. There's not. If you, if you even steal me, you wouldn't get. Even the human being not get anything. There's nothing expensive up here. It makes you rich. Yes, it's a building lifestyle. Yeah, working lifestyle. My car, the car that I drive, I need it to work. Because of the places I go, I'm, sometimes the car has to swim. Sometimes it has to, it has to slide. Sometimes it has to climb. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then they sit and say, they are driving me. And I'm playing. No, no, no. That's not my lifestyle. I myself will climb the tree. I myself will climb the work and do it. And that's why nothing is done in the country Because they don't know what is happening They have no idea <laughs> Number seven What are the symbols of wealth? Don't go for the symbols of wealth Shoes Rings Cars Anybody here who says me, I like cars but you are healed of that thing From today in Jesus name that I like cars they're telling me I'm a karma. You are not a karma from today in Jesus. You are just a man. Hey! You see, you are attaching yourself to some symbols which may affect you in the future. One day God will give you things you can't even imagine, you don't even know. Higher things. Wow. So those of the sisters, those sisters who are used to symbols of wealth, so that when you are going to propose to them, you need to shake some khakis, some symbols of, you see, he's not a good girl. He's looking for the wrong thing. Number eight. Build your house on a rock so that when the famine comes, you stand strong. Number nine. Don't, say, don't do what is wrong and later come and say, Charlie, I was wrong. It's enough. Uh, and then number 10, the last is get into the field and work with your father's work. You see, the elder son, he was coming back from the field working. He was at work. Are you surprised that he's rich man? Okay instead of having parties, he was working on the field. Look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. He came back from the field and on the way back, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He was in the field. Now, all of us here, you know, we are going to work for God. As we are on holiday, uh, schools have gone away. Everybody has gone home. We are going to win souls. Now, I, I, now some of you have, maybe you have misunderstood. We don't have weekday service here. Because we have weekday work. That has replaced weekday service. What again do you want to be served? At a weekday service. We have served you everything you need. Now, you must have your work. I need you to do work. Amen. Amen Now yesterday we were at a central university How many were there? Yes How many were not there? Where were you? Where were you when I needed you? You were working Here You were doing outreach How many were doing an outreach yesterday? How many were not doing an outreach yesterday? Even your hand is difficult to go up <laughs> So, I want, to, I want to encourage you, everybody here, you know, from Friday and Saturday, all of us are being involved in outreach, winning souls and following up people. That's the work of God. Yes. That's the work of God. Just relax. Don't worry. We'll solve this later. That's the work of God. Amen. That's the way to prosper. He was on the field, he was the richest, his father's properties, everything. he was in his father's house, doing his father's work. and we are in God's far, our father's house. God is our Father, and we are doing his work in the, don't expect us to be you see people think I, I should be poor because I'm preaching gospel, blood of Jesus and salvation, they think that I... You, be, you see, you don't understand the word of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His writer. All these things people are dying for. It will be added to you. They feel that I'm, God, I'm not preaching about banking. I'm not preaching motivational speeches and whatever that we should be poor. Who is poor and who is rich? Come and show your notes after church and let's discuss. You're just showing symbols of wealth. Symbols of wealth. Everyone here must decide. And your life is going to change drastically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, your life will change drastically. The day you get yourself involved in the work of the field. Yes, the field. You go to the field and work on the field. Every one of you little guy. instead of saying, I just want to marry, I want a beloved. Get to the field. Amen. A field worker, a co-worker will say, I like you. Yes. There are many people. They feel we must be one of the poorest churches. (laughs) Because what are we preaching about? What am I even now? What am I saying? I am encouraging you. There are only two jobs. Soul winning and church building. Following up of people. Winning souls. Getting involved in it. That's the field of God. The fields of harvest. Practically. There is no service on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. From Friday to Saturday, somewhere you must get involved. Somewhere. You must be involved in the field. Like the boy was singing, I love Sunday morning. Because what do you do on Sunday mornings? What do you do do on Sunday mornings?
3: Invitations, visitations, winning souls for the Lord.
9: Winning souls. Sunday morning is not about just coming to church. Sunday morning is a time to win souls and to get involved in the work of God. It's your chance to do something for God. I am telling you the master key to prosperity here and in the Bible is seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. One brother was saying that, you know, he came to our church and he realized I wasn't preaching much about banking. And I wasn't preaching much about business. (laughs) Yeah, so he he went to another and he's now seeing that the church has moved. And he said, you know, at that time we were not preaching. I said, what would you expect us to be preaching? We are preaching the word of God. And as we preach the word of God and do the work of God, keep watching. It will be like magic to you. Because you, don't, you are not a believer. That's why you don't believe a simple verse like Matthew 6.33. Yeah. It will always be like magic to you. Yeah. You always wonder. that. So what, what keys are you using? So what uh, financial principles are you using? So uh, what, uh, what financial engineering are you doing? What administration techniques? Uh, administrative techniques? Uh, the spirit of God speaks to me. It tells me, do this, do this, do this. That's what I do. The Holy Spirit, Spirit. I pray for the Holy Spirit more than I pray for anything else. The Bible is my biggest book. I can hardly be able to even swallow the things that are in the Bible. I don't have time to read about the biography of Lee Kuan Yew. It is about four, four books: Lee Kuan Yew and uh, George Bush. And I, I mean, or, or, or Steve Jobs. No, 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 no. When I read my Bible, uh, I'm full and getting fuller. And watch the fruits are there? Mighty works. You can't even the government cannot do the some of the things we are doing. They can't. If they can do, they should do. Let's see. <laughs> Without loans. Hey, then I wonder what it would be like if we go and get loans. How many are going to get involved in the field? Now tell the person next to you, I suspect you of not getting involved in the field, even though you are raising, even though you are raising your hand. Be healed of that disease in Jesus name. Yes. Prophetically, you are destined to be great. I say you are destined to be great. 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 Yes. You are destined to be great. You are destined to be on the field. Working on the field. And you'll be walking home. But you are far better off than those who went out doing all sorts of other things. You'll be walking home the field, but you are far better off than those who mock you when you were on the field, working simple, the simple work of your father's, your father's heart, and your father's job, your father's fields, father's farm. Mock you, <laughs> not knowing that all the farms are now for you. People mock me as I serve God. Yeah. So you are preaching basics. <laughs> oh, you are doing this. Oh, what is this? You don't have revelation. Somebody said I don't have revelation. <laughs> I don't have revelation. Fantastic. The person who said, who said I don't have revelation, he doesn't even have a, a roof, a, a church building with a roof on his head. After years and years of being in the ministry. So I don't have revelation. He has not even got a church with a roof. Father I want to be on the field. And I want to be there. 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 I want to win souls. I want to follow up. I want to make somebody know Jesus Christ. I want you to use me, Lord. I want to be great as you have destined for me to be great. I want to serve you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now lift your hand and tell God you are going to follow the 10 keys, master keys to greatness. You will be on the field. You will do. You will not do what is wrong and come back and say you were right and all this kind of lifestyle. No, 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 no. Realities instead of symbols. Jesus, a change is coming, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. You are making all the young people in this room as though they are old men and old women with ancient wisdom, wisdom of experienced people is imparted to everyone in this place in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for master keys that are released into the lives of everyone here. We give you thanks, Lord, and we give you praise. Everyone standing, please, for a moment. Everybody standing. If you are here. Can we all stand up please? Father thank you for this time. Put your hand on your heart everyone. And pray about each of the 10 keys. Say Lord let each of these 10 keys. Faithfulness. Will be found in you. Faithfulness. Yes. 10 years from now. You will still be permanently here. In the house of God. Serving faithfully. 15 years. 23 years from now. You'll be found in the house of God Doing even more Preaching the same thing Doing the same thing 23 years from today Father thank you What a blessing you release Thank you that in the day of famine We will not go under We will not go down But we are standing strong Standing strong Standing strong In the mighty name of Jesus we give you thanks and we give you praise as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your savior you want to give your life to Jesus maybe somebody invited you but you are not really a born again Christian but you want to be born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, if you are here like that then lift your hand just your hand up like this and I'm going to pray with you, God bless you lift it up high, pastor pray with me Maybe somebody invited you. But God is inviting you now to come to his house. To come and receive salvation. God bless you. God bless you. I need God. I need Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I want Jesus to save my life. If you are here like that, I'm going to pray in one minute. But your hand must be up. God bless you. I need Jesus as my savior. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing. Come come from where you are standing to me here. Come here. Come to the front on here. On I want to pray with you Jesus. right now. Come to the front here. God bless you. Come, give him, give him your life.
10: Your life today. Oh, come. come, come on to Jesus. Oh, let him have. Give him your life today. Give him your life today. Come unto Jesus.
9: Let him have his way. Lift your hand and say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Cleanse me, Lord. Wash me, Lord more my sins. I'm sorry for what I have done wrong. I'm sorry. Today, I come to you. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. Wash me. From today, I receive the blood of Jesus. I receive the blood of Jesus to wash away my sins. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Thank you, Father. From today, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus Christ. And I will serve Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now, I want to give you one of my books. When we close the service, all of you who are holding this book, come to this side. We are closing in about five minutes. I want all of you to come to the side there. And I'm going to, uh, somebody's going to come and talk with you and share with you amen your life is never going to be the same you are born again from today lift your hand say i am born again i am a child of god i am a servant of god in the name of jesus amen god bless you your life will never be the same as soon as we close come to this side and we are going to pray with you all right please go back to your seats you may be seated It's time for us to receive our communion. In John chapter 6. The mystical chapter of communion. Verse 50. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Amen. When you receive the bread today whatever kills whatever kills and makes people die is neutralized in the name of Jesus. There's somebody here or listening. You have thought that you would die soon. But in the, the next 10 years your death will never be announced. In Jesus name God is extending lives In this service
10: Take eat this is my body Which was broken for you Verse 51 Drink this is my blood
9: I am the living bread Which is poured out for you which came down from heaven
10: whoever eats my flesh and drinks my
9: blood if any my eats of this bread life. he shall live forever
10: for my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drinking and the bread which i will
9: give is my flesh
10: the cup of blessing that we bless it's the which i will give for the life of the world
2: Christ
9: the
10: bread which we break verse 52 it's the communion of the body of Christ oh, how can this man this give us his flesh holy to meal, it is the meal of God. verse 53 it will
9: sustain you it will sustain you Jesus said to them, them verily verily I, I say to you except accept you eat of the flesh Lord, of the son of man oh, and drink his blood I will pass over you. You have no life in you. Except you eat. When I see the blood. Whoso eateth my flesh. And drinketh my blood. Has eternal life. I will pass over you. I will raise him up at the last day. Jesus as we come to your table. Today you hold in your hand. Whatever. Lord in our lives,
10: let your power neutralize it now in Jesus
2: name, all agents of death
9: are rebuked today in Jesus name, all agents of death,
10: all agencies of death, we cast you now in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus set free the enemy cannot touch you I'll manifest myself to you when I see the
2: blood
10: when I see the blood I will pass over you I will pass over Over you when I see the blood
9: yeah, I will pass over you Jesus. father we come before your flesh we declare this to be the flesh of Jesus Christ as we are about to eat this flesh Drink this blood. Let the prophecy of life come into our lives. Now. Now. Every type of breast cancer is cursed today in Jesus. Every diagnosis. Sad and wicked diagnosis of disease we reject it today in Jesus name we command the turning around of every evil ovarian cancer uterine cancer cancer of the bones cancer of the eyes cancer of the blood cancer of anywhere I reject you now in Jesus' name. Hey, spirit of death, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back back! in the name of Jesus. By the flesh of Jesus Christ, as we receive this, let the manifestation of the cross the manifestation of healings be real in every life and in everyone listening at this moment in the mighty name of Jesus the body of Jesus Christ out the blood whatever sin has kept you and mistake has made you like a prodigal son by today's holy communion you are delivered from your sin that keeps you down your mistake is wiped away Your mistakes, plural, are wiped away. The blood of Jesus is fighting for you now. The blood of Jesus is fighting for you now. Father, we thank you this is declared to be your blood. Let it fight for every child, every person, and every life. When I see the blood of passover whatever evil has targeted anyone here by this blood we are declared divine escapees from every sudden attack against our lives and our life story in jesus name the blood of jesus
10: sin that we bless it's the communion of the blood of Christ
9: lift your hands for your blessing the
10: bread which we break it's the
9: communion of the body of Christ fight for your children Jesus
10: oh this is the holy
9: fight for your children, children Jesus we call on you to fight for if your children lord you fight for your little ones lord Fight for the little
10: boys, Lord. Your sons. Fight for the little girls.
9: Keep them, Lord. From the evil one, Lord. Keep them every day, Lord. Save them, Lord. I pray. By your master, powerful hand, Lord. Your is over your children. My
10: God. Whatever strikes on the heels,
9: whatever attacks you on the feet, give you to prevent night. your children from walking the when way they I should walk, the I cast it now, word. I remove serpent from your legs, I remove snake from your feet, in the name of Jesus, I, you. I disconnect you from vipers, oh. I disconnect you from cobras, I neutralize the, the venom of the enemy in your life, in the name of Jesus. Whatever chain, whatever chain has been on you for more than 20 years, you are loose from that chain now in Jesus name. When I see the blood, I shall pass over. Be set free now. Receive an impartation of power, power, power from on high. Power of the highest comes over you as it came over Mary. As Mary conceived the impossible and gave birth to a wonder, so also by the power of God that is descending on you now, your life is changed into a living wonder. You are giving birth to a wonder. Your life is coming forth with something wonderful. Receive an impartation of the power of the Most High out of anguish, out of darkness and out of trouble you are emerging I say you are emerging you are emerging you are coming out you are coming out you are coming out of darkness by the power of God receive grace and the impartation of the spirit of God Father thank you thank you somebody here has been in class 1 for many years but I promote you today in Jesus' name. I command your promotion out of class 1, out of class 2, out of class 3, out of wherever you are stuck. In Jesus' name, come out. I command promotion. Receive it. Receive grace. I command promotion to all my children that are stuck, and unable to move forward. You are commanded to be promoted now. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for the angels to be active at this moment. Send angels, Lord, sanctify angels, Lord, to move from the heavenlies into the lives of your children, Lord. Keep your children, Lord, on the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Deliver them from the shadow of death. Deliver them from death, O oh God. Bless and keep them, Lord, by your mighty power in the name of Jesus. Thank you. There are people here, you are called small boy. But I hear a whispering. The spirit is telling me, you shall be called a father. Somebody is calling you small boy. But you shall be called a father. God is making you a father. People will look up to you from now. People will give you honor from today. He who was called nobody, he who was called small boy, small girl, God is making you a father. God is making you a mother. Receive an impartation to become a spiritual father and a spiritual mother in the name of Jesus. Instead of having problems, you'll be solving problems. Instead of always having trouble, you'll be sorting out troubles. God is anointing you to become a father of many in the name of Jesus. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, Now I confront an age-old accusation about you. Something is accusing you for a long time. I cast that accusation now in Jesus' name. Every day the same thing is coming up against your life. I cast it in the name of Jesus. Every accusation that is continuous, prolonged, chronic accusation, I cast it in the name of Jesus. That thing will not be mentioned about you anymore receive purity receive cleansing you are healed of your accusations you are healed of your temptations you are healed in the name of Jesus thank you father for your blessing I see a lion but it's not a good lion it's a resistance, it's your opposition But today in the name of Jesus By the powers of the lion of Judah Whatever opposes you and resists you Is cast now in Jesus name Every lion that opposes And slows you down And resists you In the name of Jesus I bind you now Go out of the people's lives Fear Fear in your life You heard the lion roar and fear, evil spirits of fear have entered you but I command them to come out come out of you now in the name of Jesus you shall no more be afraid no more afraid of tomorrow no more afraid of tomorrow no more afraid of the night no more afraid of the unknown no more afraid of the future God's power over your life is healing you setting you free Jesus Jesus bad spirits Bad spirits! Somebody here, bad entered you—a spiritual bad. But I command it to come out! Flying bats, flying creatures, come out of the people! Come out of the people! Be set free! Be set free! Be set free! In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever flies in your head is flying in your head. It's like thoughts, roaming thoughts, evil thoughts, evil spirits, wicked devils, fears, depressions, lust, wickedness, revenge. I command them out now in Jesus' name. Receive healing. Put your hand on your belly. From today, your belly, out of your belly shall flow rivers of waters rivers of living waters receive an impartation of the gushing power of the rivers of living water into your life in the mighty name of Jesus lift your hands and thank God you are now a tree of righteousness people are looking up to you instead of you looking up always to somebody to help you you are now a source of help a source of salvation. A source of blessing to many people. God has declared you a father in the name of Jesus. Just as you honored me as a father today. So you shall be honored. So you shall be honored. You will not tell somebody call me that," Or call me father. Or call me mother. They themselves will know that you have become a father to them. Receive that blessing in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Give thanks to the Lord right now. Give thanks. Thank you.
10: Thank you. you hold in your hand the communion of the seated I see the blood,
9: I pass over you. Thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you are healed Amen. and you are promoted Amen. and you are set free Amen. by the prophecies of today today's prophecies you are never able to be stuck again in any position in Jesus name no one will be able to say that you are are stuck after today in Jesus
1: name Amen Amen we believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by DiQuid Mills, please visit our website at www.diQuidMills.org. God richly bless you
0: ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins.
2: Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you.
3: 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet.
10: When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless.
0: Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. <laughs> the Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a
3: six episode event, tonight at 8 7 Central on ABC.